Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the second hour of Rudy Max's World. I hope you hope you're having a lovely weekend. I do hope you're having a lovely weekend. Somewhere it's Indian summer where you are. Uh, if you like to travel, you're listening to the right show right now. I'm a big believer in traveling in your imagination. In this hour, we'll talk about the creator of a. Uh, well, an imaginary world. It's a new hit series on ABC TV called Pan Am. It's a dramatic look at a group of uh, women flight attendants in the 60s, and it grew out of the real-life experiences of executive producer Nancy Gannis. Uh, she's a former Pan Am flight attendant, and she's going to join me in just a few minutes to talk about how this show came to be. Then we're going to meet another Pan Am employee, employee who's not involved in the TV series. I'm going to get her take on that show. And if you're a regular listener, you've heard Jagger Ma on the show. He's the guy who won a contest that entitled him to live 80 days and nights at the Vancouver airport. That's right. He had to win a contest to be able to do that. That was the first prize, not the third prize. Anyway, he's nearing the end of those 80 days, and we checked in with him when he first got to the airport. We checked in with him halfway through his sojourn. He seemed to be still sane and of good humor. Um, he hasn't been allowed to leave the airport for those 80 days, by the, by the way. The hotel that he's staying at is adjacent to the airport or connected to the airport. Well, today we're going to check in with him and see if he's still of sound mind and body after 18 days at an airport. Plus, I'm going to answer uh, at least one of your travel questions as you've emailed me and, or called into our 800 number. And, of course, I'll have a couple deals of the week. First, let's consider some of the week's news in travel. Well, Delta Airlines announced plans on Thursday to install a few rows of premium seats in the front of coach class on its domestic flights. Delta calls the seats economy comfort, and the airline has already been trying out the offering on its international flights. The new seats will offer a seat pitch of 34 inches versus a cozy 31 inches in regular coach class seats. Passengers who pay for the economy comfort class will also get priority boarding status. The new configuration is slated for uh, all 550 of Delta's mainline aircraft and more than 250 of Delta's two-class regional jets. Passengers are going to pay between $19 and $99 each way based on, a dist on the distance uh, to get one of these economy comfort seats, although Delta says that's an introductory price. Uh, to offer a contrast, uh, let me tell you, uh, recently our executive producer Anna Schofield uh, upgraded to economy comfort between the U.S. and London, and that cost her $60, she told me, one way. These new seats will first show up on Delta's Boeing 757s in the U.S. this month, and the airline expects to have its entire fleet, fleet up and running with the expanded economy section by next summer. United Airlines, uh, of course, has had uh, economy plus seating for, gosh, for years, and I'm presuming uh, the new United Continental mashup will keep those. It's been a very difficult couple of weeks for travelers abroad, or for a few anyway. Uh, first came the startling news from French Polynesia that a German tourist may have been eaten by cannibals who also changed his girlfriend to a tree and sexually assaulted her before she was able to break away and report the, uh, the crime. Local authorities quickly denied the victim had been eaten. Uh, however, a search by law enforcement did find some charred remains of a human being. It's going to take several weeks to determine if those remains uh, are, in fact, uh, the body of that missing German visitor. The couple had been on an around-the-world trip of a lifetime. They began in 2008. 
and they ran into this trouble on the island of Nuka Eva, the largest of the Marquesas Islands in French Polynesia, where they planned to spend uh, several months. Uh, did I say that uh, his girlfriend had been turned to a tree? I said she had chained to a tree, I'm sorry, or tied to a tree. Um, uh, this island, uh, Nuka Eva, is an island that's figured prominently in stories by Herman Melville, and while cannibalism was practiced there, uh, as recently as the 17th century and elsewhere in French Polynesia, the practice is believed to have ceased long ago. Then, a quadriplegic French woman was kidnapped from her vacation home on a Kenyan resort island, and she died several days later during her captivity in Somalia. She was suffering from cancer, and her medication was not taken when she was taken by her kidnappers. The terrorist group Al-Shabaab is suspected of the crime. The group has been threatening to blow up Kenyan skyscrapers and to carry out suicide attacks in the country, publicity that obviously hasn't helped tourism in Kenya these days. And then in the Italian Lakes District in northern Italy, police and mountain rescue teams are still searching for a British tourist who went missing nearly two weeks ago. She'd been staying at a hotel on Lake Como, and hotel staff noticed she hadn't, gone, hadn't returned to her room for several days. The worry is that she may have gone hiking and fallen into a cliff in one of the foothills of the Alps that surround that area in northern Italy. Now, I know that none of this is particularly good news that makes you want to run right out and buy an airline ticket. Uh, but I can also tell you that to put it into perspective, in the past week, right in my own hometown of St. Paul, Minneapolis, St. Paul, I've read equally horrifying stories of crime and misfortune that have befallen unfortunate folks in their own hometowns or even in their own homes. So consider these stories involving uh, that involve uh, consider that these stories involve a few unlucky or incautious people out of seven billion on our planet. It shouldn't stop you from taking a trip. Did I say 7 billion? Well, I did indeed. This week, the United Nations Population Fund said the world's population will exceed 7 billion by this time next week. During the time of the American Revolution, the world's population stood at 1 billion. You can blame the increase on the rise uh, in antibiotics that has lengthened the average lifespan considerably, as well as cultures that continue to uh, ignore or consider family planning illegal or evil. Not that there hasn't been some progress. Twelve years ago, the average Kenyan women, woman gave birth to 8.1 children. Today, that number is 4.4. In Iran, the average Iran, the average is 2.8, down from 6.18 since the start of the new millennium. Uh, I thank PBS's series called Our Changing Planet uh, for those most interesting statistics. AirTran is following the uh, lead of Southwest. That's the airline that acquired AirTran last year in charging obese passengers for two seats if necessary. Beginning in March, those passengers who can't sit in a single seat with the armrest lowered on AirTran will be required to purchase a second seat. A spokesman for the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance told the Atlanta Constitution that passengers can be humiliated when asked to buy a second seat. Previously, AirTran offered a second seat to especially large passengers at no charge. I did not know there was a National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance. That would be an interesting guest to get on to talk about this. You've got an opinion on this? Should uh, folks who, who are uh, obese, should they have to pay for that second seat if uh, they can't sit in one seat? What do you think? You can share your thoughts with me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. I really would like to hear what you think about this. It's a very touchy issue, a very delicate issue. Um, that uh, raises all kinds of questions of fairness and uh, so on. If you've got a, a thought, again, the email address is rudy at rudymaxa.com. And finally, a major Indian hotel chain called ITC Hotels has designated an entire floor in its uh, luxury hotels for women guests only. 
The floor is to be called the EVA floor, E-V-A. It'll be staffed entirely by women, and it'll feature an upgraded selection of bath soaps and combs and brushes and lotions and even makeup. Full-length mirrors and ambient lighting will be standard in every room. Now, this pampering doesn't come cheaply. Rates begin at $850 U.S. a night. But if you're a woman traveling alone in India and you'd like to, or traveling together, and you'd like to be on an all-woman floor, ITC Hotels is uh, who you ought to check out. All right, that's all the travel news that fits this hour. But don't touch that dial because right after these messages, we'll meet the woman who worked years and finally found success when ABC TV launched your new series late in September called Pan Am. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Ireland invites you to the exclusive Cliff Corknickles. Intrigued by Cliff Corknickles? It's simple. After gasping at the Cliffs of Moher, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moher, Cork, Chronicles, Cliff Corknickles. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. DiscoverIreland.com. Find great value vacation offers at DiscoverIreland.com. I have this dizzy feeling every time I get out of bed, like spinning. I don't know why. It's awful. I get dizzy when I read or work on the computer. I get lightheaded walking down a hall or aisle. Or unsteady on my feet. I lose my balance and get a little motion sick. It's like vertigo. That dizzy feeling in a car, train, or airplane. It's awful. An inner ear problem. Most likely your vestibular system. Now there's Zyvestra. An amazing, fast-acting dual-action tabs and targeted cream. You rub behind your ear. Behind your ear. And it works in an advanced homeopathic way to relieve dizziness. It relieves that vertigo feeling. That dizzy feeling, gone. Zyvestra is amazing. No more suffering from dizziness and queasiness. Wake up with better balance. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Zyvestra. Vestra. Call 1-800-304-1684. 800-304-1684. Stop the dizziness. Call 800-304-1684. That's 800-304-1684. If you're like me, you have personal belongings that you hold dear. Belongings you can't live without. It's precisely why GEICO makes it easy to get renter's insurance for a really low rate. Renters can protect all their personal belongings for as little as $12 a month. What belongings do I hold dear? This karaoke machine and my vinyl record collection. You fancy a tune? Nah, I shouldn't. All right, then. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Visit geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. 18 minutes after the hour, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World here at uh, uh, your favorite radio station. This segment is brought to you by DiscoverIreland.com forward slash West Coast. With breathtaking landscapes, truly authentic cultural heritage, and local people you'll adore, the West Coast of Ireland is yours to discover. For more information, go to discoverisland.com forward slash West Coast. That's all one word, West Coast. 
or visit RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors. You've probably already seen this hit show on ABC TV. It's called Pan Am, named after the airline that uh, uh, was so instrumental in bringing world travel to, well, to the world um, in the 1960s particularly. My next guest is the executive producer of that ABC TV series. Her name is Nancy Gannis, and I'm delighted she can join us. Nancy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Now, back up just a little. Um, I understand that you were a flight attendant back in the good old days when flying was still fun. Tell me about that. Yes, and when we were still called stewardesses. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in college. I was finishing up college, and I... Um, where, where were you in college? I was... Um, <laughs> I was in Michigan at the time looking for a way to get out and <laughs> trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to teach school in the inner city, but I realized there was so much more I needed to learn about the world and what was happening around me. It was the Vietnam War, the Civil Rights Movement. There was so much turmoil um, with political assassinations and upheaval, and I just happened to walk by a poster that said, our stewardesses know their way around the world better than most people know their way around the block. And I paused for a second. It had never entered my mind. And when I saw that it was Pan Am and I knew they flew internationally, they didn't fly domestically at all, and that any place I might go would be somewhere I had never been. So I, I went in and just asked a little a little bit more about it, and um, decided to go for the interview and found myself on an amazing adventure for the next seven years and, and traveled all over the world. And at the time, tell me how stewardesses, to use the term at the time, uh, were regarded. Was this a glamorous profession? Were you the envy of your friends? You know, domestically, there was a different perception uh, about the job than internationally. I think that when in the early 60s, well, I would say 40s, 50s, and 60s, it was considered a very glamorous job and, and a very highly sought after job, particularly because there were few options for women uh, for adventure and excitement. And here this was an opportunity to have independence, to be well paid and respected, and have an opportunity to choose where you wanted to go. So for Pan Am, it was um, really extraordinary, and internationally, it was highly regarded. Many of our flight attendants, in fact, the majority of our flight attendants came from all over the world uh, and represented just about 70 different nations, I believe. And so, so that in itself was a great experience, meeting all these different people and sharing stories and getting to know one another. Uh, how did it affect your future life, your, your, the next 20 years of your life? It really opened the world to me and provided an education that I don't think um, I would have had otherwise and gave a perspective. It was, um, you know, there's a, a a saying that if you hear, you forget, if you see, you remember, but if you experience, you understand. And being able to see and experience and walk around in the shoes of other people, I think, is the best way to find common ground and see our common humanity. And I, one of the reasons I wanted to do this show is to 
encourage travel, and if not actually, then vicariously experience the world so that we can understand each other better and take away some of those barriers. And what prompted you to leave Pan Am after seven years as a young woman? Uh, I wanted to go back to graduate school, and at the time I thought I wanted to be a foreign correspondent. And I did go to graduate school in journalism at Berkeley and ended up working for public television in news and documentary. But things kept evolving, and I ended up in the entertainment side. And then eventually um, shifted over to the world of fiction. And uh, about 10 years ago, my husband and I, who's also a producer, we combined our companies and produced a little movie that came out in 2006 called Aquila and the Bee. And we really enjoyed working together. And that was a small film, but it focused on a public policy issue that I cared about, public education, which took me back to my roots, um, but in a dramatic structure that could help, uh, you know, illuminate some of the issues and challenges young kids have in school today. How long did it take you to, from fruition or the idea to do a television series on Pan Am to actually getting the commitment uh, to do a pilot? I'd been thinking about it since the late 70s. Uh, and at first I thought maybe I would do a documentary, but couldn't quite get a handle on where to begin. It was so multifaceted. And then I thought one day maybe I would just tell my own stories in um, a feature film, write a screenplay, you know, just on my own and sort of get all my thoughts down and everything. And then uh, about 2006, before Mad Men, I might say, um, I was telling the stories to uh, some of the people in our office, many who whom came from Europe or um, even uh, one of the young men, uh, was born and raised in Israel, and they had all traveled back after the holidays complaining about uh, how horrible it was. And I just said, well, that was, it was nothing like that when I flew for Pan Am. And they just all turned around and said, you did what? <laughs> so I started telling the stories and everything. They said, oh, my gosh, you have to do something with this. And I said, you know, I've been thinking about it and writing a screenplay. And they said, oh, no, no, let's try to make this into television. And um, we just started, I sat down and wrote up what I thought it might be, giving sort of an overview of the experiences, outlining some of the characters based on my roommates and friends, and tried to put a structure together that made sense. And then I had the idea of uh, pulling a bunch of friends together and making a little mini documentary and letting their stories sell it, which it did. And then it took about three years to get the rights to the name and logo. Well, so you did it, it was a process. You did it, and you did it in a field that's, I, I mean, anybody who knows anybody about your industry knows the number of people with TV show ideas, the number that actually turn into pilots, and then the number that actually make it on the air, and that the number that are actually watched and last more than one or two shows is amazing these days. And you have done it, and you've done it with, with generally very positive reviews. Uh, how are you feeling right now? Are you on a high? I, I think no, you're exhausted. Right. I, I, I know uh, yeah, that is definite. <laughs> but it's also a process, something that is so um, 
complex and, as I said, multifaceted. It takes a while to sort of settle in to what it is and to get the right beats and the right focus and the right structure, and I think we're working toward that. Um, it will evolve. It will, um, you know, as they say, course correct if there's something that's not quite right. You know, in the beginning until, you know, if you have a, a show that you believe in, it takes time to kind of work through some of the little uh, potential bumps in the road. But, you know, the hope is that we'll get there. How many uh, episodes way. has ABC committed mm -hmm. to for this season? Uh, 13, 13 so far. Terrific, mm -hmm. terrific. Well, let me ask you a last question. We've got about a minute left. Uh, do you enjoy flying today, uh, uh, Nancy Gannis of Pan Am? <laughs> you know, I'm always a good traveler because I love to travel. I still travel all the time, and I just know how to make it work for me. And if something happens, I, I'm pretty easy. You know, I know it's just the nature of the beast. I don't have unrealistic expectations. I don't like it, though, when people are rude. I find that unnecessary. I think you can say something and make a point without having to be snarky. And so um, <clears throat> I hope we can show that. Well, I think that's a message that uh, I know I talk about on this show a, a lot because uh, flight attendants get a rap, and I often say, hey, the flying public's got to behave as well. Nancy, I really appreciate your joining us, taking time out of your busy week. Uh, continued success with Pan Am. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Nancy Gannis is the executive producer of Pan Am. You can see it on ABC. Don't miss it. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. If you're like me, you have personal belongings that you hold dear. Belongings you can't live without. It's precisely why GEICO makes it easy to get renter's insurance for a really low rate. Renters can protect all their personal belongings for as little as $12 a month. What belongings do I hold dear? This karaoke machine and my vinyl record collection. You fancy a tune? Nah, I shouldn't. All right, then. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. 
Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour. To participate with me on Twitter, just uh, sign up to receive SavTrav, S-A-V-T-R-A-V, short for Savvy Traveler, my old public radio moniker. SavTrav on Twitter, and I promise I won't bombard you with tweets. In fact, I might disappoint you if I only send two or three a week, but I only send out the good stuff. Well, you heard uh, Nancy Gannis, the producer of Pan Am, speaking to me uh, in the last segment. I'm joined now by Leslie Payne-Anding. She is a former Pan Am flight attendant and more. She is also, uh, well, I'll let her tell you about it. Uh, Leslie, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much, Rudy. Now, I know you were listening uh, uh, to the Nancy's interview. Am I correct? Yes, I was. And you uh, are, are you past president or current president? Of World Wings International? Yes. I actually wasn't ever president. I was the convention coordinator for the past nine years. All right, and World Wings International is an association of former Pan Am flight attendants, right? Right. We are the philanthropic organization of former Pan Am flight attendants. Our, our logo, is, our, our, the thing that's underneath our letterhead on our stationery says Pan Am brought us together, but World Wings keeps us together as we are a uh, charitable organization. All right, and Nancy uh, was at uh, the producer of, uh, the executive producer of Pan Am, actually spoke at a convention of yours last weekend, I understand, and she asked you and your colleagues uh, what you thought of the Hollywoodization of, of Pan Am. What were some of the things that folks said? Well, it was very interesting. Nancy, since I think since this idea was just a little germ in her head, has been working very closely with World Wings and has been very generous with her time and very dedicated to trying to keep the show as authentic as possible and has been sincerely interested in our feedback and our input and so on and has involved many of the World Wings members since her very the beginning of her ideas. So we're very pleased about that. So she came to the convention this year and wanted to know what we thought. You know, she didn't want any little nit picky things about the color of the uniforms a little too blue and stuff like that. My husband keeps reminding me that it's not a documentary, it's a drama. <laughs> but um, there are, May, may we're, I we're, insert here that your husband's a former Pan Am pilot, is that correct? My husband is a former Pan Am pilot, and then after Pan Am's demise, he was lucky enough to go over to Delta as well. So okay, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. So what did folks no, no, say to her? No, that's okay. So she came and she spoke before the organization, and she told us that that both she and the, the the staff and everybody was really very interested in our feedback and that if we had some constructive ideas that they were really more than willing to listen to them. So um, I think the general feeling was that for the most part, she's really worked very, very hard to make the show as authentic as possible. And I think for the most part, she's done a really great job. I mean, we all at World Wings and probably a lot of people that aren't part of uh, an alumni organization such as ours uh, are very grateful to have been part of an airline at its and it's really a it's heyday. All right, and now, Leslie, we only have about two minutes left, so I want you to get to some of the points that you made with her. Oh, well, that she was saying that the um, it was difficult for her because we were saying that the pilots were really too young, and it sort of took away from the authenticity of everything. And she said that it was very difficult for her at times because she was the lone female tree in an entire male forest. So she uh-huh. had to uh, really pick and choose carefully the things that she had to you know, sort of lean on them to, to try and do. But they're working very hard to try and work out a few of the little kinks. Well, you did mention that uh, you all noticed that the flight attendants kept their uh, formal attire on throughout a flight, which never happened. That's true. I mean, that was one of the things that we said. If you, you know, we don't want to nitpick, but on the other hand, we would never have worked a flight with our hat and our jacket on. I mean, the minute you, the minute the doors of the airplane closed, we put on work smocks and so on. And it was just things like that. Just sort of, we got. Wait a minute, that would never happen. It's kind of like the pilots didn't do much of a pre-flight and things like that. And you don't want to nitpick, but on the other hand, if you want it to really seem real, you have to sort of focus a little more on those details. I think. And I think one of the characters is an under is a is a spy. Is that right in the show? 
Yes, that's true. I have to say, in my 10 years with the airline, I never saw that. Somebody asked my husband, because he was with Pan Am for 25 years, if, if his life was all about sex and spies, and he thought about it for a while, and he said, I don't remember any spies. Did you meet your husband in the course of working with Pan Am? I did, indeed. I met him on his very first flight. And, oh, my uh, goodness. The, the last thing in the world I wanted to do was, was get involved with a pilot, but, you know, the best laid plans and all that stuff. And, in fact, when I saw the first episode, I was very excited because when we became engaged, that was kind of a spontaneous uh, proposal that he gave me, and he didn't have a ring, and he gave me his wings. And I wore his wings for the next six months or so until I, he could have to buy me a ring. So oh, for me, that was a special, poignantly poignant moment. And tell us about you, tell our audience about your daughter, who is the result of the union of you and that Pan Am pilot. Yeah, well, my parents used to fly for United, and my daughter grew up flying all over the world with us, and we, we were based in Berlin for a couple of years, so she spent a lot of time on Pan Am airplanes and loved it, and eventually she, be, she is now today a first officer for Continental Express, so she flies little jets, but, uh, and loves the flying, but the, the world that we, the world of flying today is not what it was then, and I think she sort of, it's sad that it couldn't be a little bit more like what she remembered as a child. We've only got about 20 seconds left. Do you enjoy, do you and your husband enjoy flying commercially as passengers now? Um, I enjoy the privilege of being able to do that. I, I'm still happy to be able to get from A to B, but it certainly makes me sad that it couldn't be a little more like it used to be. Oh, Leslie, Andy, are you, are we all agree with you, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really thank you for taking time out uh, from your weekend to talk with us here at Rudy Max's World. Oh, it was and, absolutely uh, my pleasure. And we'll keep watching the series, and we may check in with you as it develops. And again, the second, oh. third season, we'll need your professional take. Oh, I would love that. Thank you so much. Where can folks find out more information about the Association of Former Pan Am Flight Attendants? Oh, we lost her. I'll let you know that when we come back. Uh, Leslie Pan-Anding is a former Pan Am flight attendant. We'll come right back. We'll talk to a guy who's finishing his 80 days at an airport. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. I have this dizzy feeling every time I get out of bed, like spinning. I don't know why. It's awful. I get dizzy when I read or work on the computer. I get lightheaded walking down a hall or aisle. Or unsteady on my feet. I lose my balance and get a little motion sick. It's like vertigo. That dizzy feeling in a car, train, or airplane. It's awful. An inner ear problem. Most likely your vestibular system. Now there's Zyvestra. An amazing, fast-acting... Dual-action tabs and targeted cream. You rub behind your ear. Behind your ear. And it works in an advanced homeopathic way to relieve dizziness. It relieves that vertigo feeling. That dizzy feeling, gone. Zyvestra is amazing. No more suffering from dizziness and queasiness. Wake up with better balance. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Zyvestra. Call 1-800-304-1684. 800-304-1684. Stop the dizziness. Call 800-304-1684. That's 800-304-1684. If you're like me, you have personal belongings that you hold dear. Belongings you can't live without. It's precisely why GEICO makes it easy to get renter's insurance for a really low rate. Renters can protect all their personal belongings for as little as $12 a month. What belongings do I hold dear? This karaoke machine and my vinyl record collection. You fancy a tune? Nah, I shouldn't. All right, then. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. 
Heritage for the blind reminds you to be kind. There's something you can do for those who depend on you. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Heritage for the Blind is an IRS-recognized charity, and your donation is tax-deductible. Whether your car runs or not, we'll tow it away for free. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day hotel voucher to one of many exciting locations. So be a star. Donate your car. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS or call 1-800-555-6689. And remember, you can prevent blindness by getting your eyes checked annually. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Today. Ireland invites you to the exclusive Cliff Corknickles. Intrigued by Cliff Corknickles? It's simple. After gasping at the Cliffs of Moor, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moor, Cork, Chronicles, Cliff Corknickles. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. DiscoverIreland.com Find great value vacation offers at DiscoverIreland.com This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. 43 after the hour, I just wanted to give you the website for World Wings International, which is the uh, uh, philanthropic organization of former flight attendants from Pan Am, uh, our previous, uh, actually our previous two guests, uh, our last uh, guest, Leslie Anding, is on the board, uh, has been on the board and is on the board of that. Uh, you can find it at worldwingsinternational.org. It's that simple. So if you're listening and you're a former Pan Am flight attendant and didn't know about this, uh, uh, worldwings.org is where you should go. Jagger Ma won a contest that allowed him, allowed him to spend 80 days at the Vancouver airport. We checked in him when he first with him when he first got there. We checked in with him halfway through it and he's ending the he's coming to the end of his reign there at the Vancouver airport. I wanted to see if he's still of sound mind and body. Jagger, can you still speak English? Yes, uh, I can. <laughs> How you doing? Are they do they have you at gunpoint so you can't leave at this point? I'm, I'm in shackles right now, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> well, how is it? How you how you holding up? Have you? By the way, have you lost or gained weight or any 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 way? Yeah, I've gained uh, ten pounds, and I'm not even joking. Like I can seriously tell right now. It's it's. But I've been moving. I've been out and about, like running around the airport all day. So I don't know why, but <laughs> do, do you, well, you eat at the airport, and and maybe it's not yeah. always apples and uh, fresh squeezed juice. No, actually, it's not. Um, all the VIP lounges, like, well, not all of them, but a, a lot of them have actually opened their doors to me now. Oh. They see, like, they, yeah, I'm doing. I'm producing some pretty cool videos, actually. So they're seeing the videos I'm producing. They're seeing my blog, and they all want to be a part of it. So they're saying, come into my lounge, come into my lounge. So these things have they have gourmet cookies and beer, and, you know, that's probably why I'm getting laid. <laughs> That'll do it. How many days do you have yeah. left? I have 15, 13 days left right now. 13 days left. I know. It's just counting down. Now, tell our listeners where they can see some of the videos you've made there during your uh, nearly 80-day stay at Vancouver's airport. 
Okay, so the, the web address is www.live, L-I-V-E, at A-T-Y-V-R. Live at YVR, YVR being the three-letter symbol for Vancouver Airport. So live at YVR.ca. Dot .ca for Canada. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, are you, you know, when we checked in halftime with you a few weeks ago, you were still enjoying yourself. Can you honestly say that now? Yeah. Like, okay, so yesterday was completely amazing because um, this, I'll kind of just give you a quick little walkthrough of my time yesterday. I went out for, for lunch with one of the, one of the uh, people at YVR. They took me out for lunch because I think they felt bad for me that I hadn't had an actual lunch in a while, like a really good one. So they, they brought me out for a quick lunch, and then after that, I went to a whiskey, whiskey tasting because mm-hmm. the, the, the duty-free retailer here, there's a big duty-free retailer, and they want to show their, you know, their employees what good whiskey tastes like. So I would, they invited me along to their whiskey tasting. Yeah. After the whiskey tasting, um, I hung out for a little bit, kind of calmed, calmed myself down, and uh, then I was invited to practice de-icing a plane. And I don't have you ever seen that de-icing a plane before? I have, yeah. Well, I've seen. Yeah. I've been in the plane when it's been de-iced. I've never sat oh, okay. in a de-icer. Yeah, well, they, these these machines are like cranes, right? And they just like kind of hover over the plane, like. And if you can imagine how high a seven forty seven is, these de-icing machines go about sixty feet up or seventy feet up in the air. They're like little buckets, and you stand in there and you with a big firefighter's hose and you just spray that plane as hard as you can. So they took me a de-icing tour, and then okay. after that. I got into these big 60-foot, 70-foot-long trucks, these rigs, to do a um, drill. We basically were trying to test how fast it would take to clear snow off the runway. What are you going to do for excitement when this is over? I, I don't know. I, this is everything. Just every single day is a new adventure, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's even hard for me to keep up with my videos because there's so much stuff that's happening every day. You're going <laughs> to suffer from post-YVR depression. I, I, I kind of already prepped myself for that, actually. I, I told myself, KJ, it's going to be a, it might be a couple of slow days when you're sitting at home and you're thinking, you know, what just happened, right? Yeah, what, what am I going to do today? Now, is the girlfriend stuck by you through all 70-plus days so far? Yeah, she has. It's, it's been a little tough, actually, for, for uh, my girlfriend because, you know, she. I'm, I'm so caught up in kind of, I guess, my own little world in the aviation world <laughs> yes. here that she... <laughs> She tries to, you know, get a hold of me sometimes. I can't talk, chat with her, and yeah, it's a bit tough. But she's been really supportive and really good. Well, it sounds like you're still a compass mentis, and I appreciate that. Uh, Jagger, yeah. give the website again. It's www.live l i v e at a t y v r dot c a. Live at YVR.ca for yeah. Canada. Well, yeah. Jagger, we really appreciate your dropping in now. This is your third time since you got there, and I'm glad to hear you uh, got a decent dinner last night and a little bit of scotch. Is there going to be a successor to you? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. No, but uh, who knows? Maybe maybe it might come back on. I have no clue. <laughs> hey, call me and let me know about the past of the post-YVR depression, won't you? I will. Thank you, Rudy. Thanks, Jagger Ma. We'll be right back with a couple of deals of the week. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Well, welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World, where it's 52 minutes after the hour. Boy, these hours go fast. These hours go fast. Um, 
Oh, dear. Uh, I talked at the top of the hour about uh, uh, folks um, who are traveling having met some misfortune here and there around the, that globe. And uh, while I was on the show, a news story came in that a great white shark killed an American recreational diver on Saturday in uh, Australia. It's the third fatality in recent weeks off southwest Australia, which has really shaken the uh, beach residents there and sparked fears of a rogue shark predator targeting humans. Get the Animal Channel there, whatever it's called, faster than... Uh, I mean, Australia averages fewer than two fatal shark attacks a year nationwide, so uh, this is highly unusual. Uh, oh, by the way, I should mention that this segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by discoverireland.com forward slash west coast. Nothing on the Irish coast about sharks. No worries there. You'll enjoy uh, breathtaking landscapes, uh, the heritage of the Irish people, great cuisine. And uh, uh, for more information, you can go to discoverireland.com forward slash west coast or visit rudymaxa.com and look under sponsors. You can also find past shows, podcasts of past, show, past shows at rudymaxa.com if you... Uh, tuned in in the middle of a, a segment, want to hear more of it, go to RudyMaxa.com. We should have uh, today's show posted by uh, uh, Monday afternoon or so. And uh, you can also send it to friends and family if you heard something you'd like to, to share. Meanwhile, um, let's check on, uh, i got a deal of the week here for you. Yeah, we got a sound effect for you as well. All right, we, we've been talking about Pan Am. We had two segments on the on the TV show Pan Am. You know, there are, there are a lot of people in the world uh, who collect airline memorabilia. You can find it on sale at eBay and other websites. Um, uh, if you are uh, or expect to be, if you are or expect to be nostalgic about the loss of United Airlines logo and its merger with Continental. Well, the United Airlines online store is right now offering clothing and travel gear with the old United Tulip. Remember the Tulip on their, the tail of the United Jets? At half off, 50% off. You can even buy items there with the old TED logo. You remember TED, don't you? That was United's attempt to launch a low-fare airline. You can pick up a TED sports shirt, a golf shirt. That was $19 for only $9.50 when I checked it this morning. Um, hey, it might be worth something on eBay in 20 years. Uh, you can check out the merch at theunitedshop.com. And, oh, by the way, there's a free shipping on purchases of $30 or more. That's theunitedshop.com. Now, here is, this is a great way to connect with a culture, with a foreign culture. Since the March tsunami and the earthquake hit Japan, many Americans have traveled there uh, to lend a hand with relief efforts. This summer, three Japanese tour companies put together special packages for American travelers to Japan that included the unique ability to help by visiting orphanages and clearing wreckage and other supportive activities. As I say, a great way to make new friends in another country and to immerse yourself in a different culture, as so many travelers uh, like to do and some can't do. Uh, this program was so successful this summer that three tour companies, three Japanese tour companies, are considering offering similar packages through the fall and winter. I'm going to give you the name of the tour companies. They all have three initials, so it might be hard to remember. Uh, but you can check their websites from time to time to see if they've posted fall and winter options. I'm also going to place a link to their websites at Facebook.com. Now, when you go to Facebook.com and type in Rudy Maxa, you'll see two listings. There's one called TV Show, and I know you're listening to a radio show, but I also do a television series, and they Facebook wouldn't let me put TV and radio on. So choose the one under Rudy Maxa that says TV Show, like me, and you'll be kept up to date, and uh, you'll also find links to these three tour companies. Uh, they're called HIS, JTB, and KIE. Now, I checked those three sites this morning, 
and there are no active patches, packages available on two of them. There is on one, but I'm not sure if it's sold out or not. Uh, there are still links to the previous ones, however. This will give you an idea of what's on offer. For about $2,000 per person, based on two people traveling together, you'll receive round-trip airfare between the U.S. and Japan, round-trip limo bus between the airport and hotel, five nights accommodations, daily breakfast and two lunches. You'll have an English-speaking assistant for several days and a volunteer assistant as well. And if required or if necessary, equipment such as boots, gloves, masks, and goggles uh, will be provided to you as well. That was the offer from the JTB website. Again, there are three tour companies who... Uh, who uh, list information on it. You should monitor them if you'd like to do this later this year or early uh, next year. It's a great opportunity to visit Japan and to get to know the locals very quickly and in an intimate way that's also very helpful. So there you go. Um, there's a Thanksgiving deal going on in the fashionable island of Nantucket on the coast of Massachusetts. Prices at the White, Ele at prices at the White Elephant, that's uh, uh, the resort on the water uh, during Thanksgiving weekend, a very nice, sprawling, lovely sort of Nantucket-style, Cape Cod-style home. Uh, rooms are on sale at $195 a night during Thanksgiving weekend. That's a big come down from its retail price. And it comes with a $25 dinner credit if you spend $100 at dinner or $50 if you spend $150. In Town, their sister hotel, the Jared Coffin House, uh, start room started 125 a night. That's seventy dollars less than the White Elephant, uh, but they offer that same dining credit. So check out what the White Elephant on Nantucket or the Jared Coffin House on Nantucket for details about uh, both. We're coming to the end of the end of the hour, and I'll. Uh, sure I'll be able to talk by the time we meet again next weekend. I thank you and our sister stations for joining us here at Rudy Max's World this weekend. I hope you'll do the same next weekend. Hope you're enjoying this weekend and have a lovely rest of the weekend. I want to thank my engineer, Jeff Ryder, for uh, hurling my voice through the air into your radio or onto your computer if you're listening, streaming at RudyMaxa.com. I want to thank my executive producer, Anna Schofield. See you next weekend. Have a lovely one. listening to Rudy Max's World and as always you're hearing must hear radio on the SSI radio network